Delighted to be joined by Kilmoyley, seeing her uh, Matthew Flaherty. Matthew, a fantastic win for you, and I suppose it probably is that bit more special with it being two in a row this year for Kilmoyley. Hi, Foy. Yeah, just thanks for having me first off now, because it's a great, great pod because you have going on at the moment, like, and uh, no, it's great to be part of the show now here tonight. Um, yeah, it's um, it's some feeling now to tell you the truth, but um, it was um, it was tough going the last day um, against Brendan's, like they put us to the pin of our collar, and obviously as you said, it's great to get to get the two in a row, um, because I think was it like from nineteen seventy one to two thousand and one that Kilmoyley won thirty years of running championship. And after the win the last, you know, we're going to top of the roll of honour with 26, a hell of a off 25. So obviously, um, fierce, fierce, that's fierce and important too to the people of Kilmoyley. Uh, oh, it was great. It was great to get the win, um, especially the way, the fashion that we won, we didn't really hurl um, throughout the game. And uh, we stood at it. We had the hard grit. Um, John Myler has a lot to answer for there, as well as the Kilmoyley players do too. Um, we fought it out in the end. We got the win. But um, Jesus, to win, to win back to back is just incredible. Like he's and you don't, you wouldn't even think about winning one that, that of mine too. Like especially, especially like when the football is so serious at the moment in Kerry as well. Like and it's very hard, hard to balance both. But um, you can do it. So no, just delighted now to be able to get the the second championship win. And a lot of hurling fans looking from the outside probably don't realize how special Kerry hurling is and how tough this championship is to win. It's, it's it's very tough ball like to tell you the truth as in like I think the last couple of years Kerry Hurland's got a bit more recognised than what it was in the past um, the, I was talking to a few of the boys even Clem Wiley fellas would say 20-30 years ago um, Kerry Hurland wasn't taken serious because there was such rivalries with, uh, with the eight clubs in, in the county but I think the last couple of years that um that Kerry Hurling's come on leaps and bounds because um the players they're such a high standard of players you see like Shane Conway there playing for UCC at the moment like and he's firing all cinders and um the standard and the quality of players is just it's second to none like you know and um there there is great there is great quality out there it's not just you know with the we're a foul football in county we know that but there are serious hurlers there too and um, I mean if you went to that game the last like the standard of hurling and um, was just second son the likes of Paddy Connor midfield like he he could make um, a lot of inter-county teams throughout the, throughout the country the likes of Shane Cowns I already mentioned like Keen Hussey for Adford for Maxi and the standard the standards are for being lifted in the last say five or six years and uh, the rivalries in, in the eight clubs in North Kerry and um, they love their hurling like they like you can nearly say they love their hurling just as much as the, the likes of us in Dingle or Clarney or Aston Saxon Tralee or Croke Clarney um, they love their hurling just as much as we love our football like and um, the passion the passion that they show towards towards the game like and no it's um, it's after coming on leaps and bones and um, the people carry it and I think if you were neutral the last day in at that county final you would have gotten um, value for your money like so no and hopefully we can keep it uh, we can keep it going on in the next couple of years you mentioned, I suppose, the pocket of North Kerry. There really seems to be a kind of obsession with hurling there. Oh, geez, big time. Like, yeah, big time. Um, I mean, I went up three years ago and um, I was always hurling underage in 21s and things like that um, throughout the years with England underage and the boys would tell you, but going up three years ago, we kind of forgot about how much they, they love the game and um, they love they love the game of hurling. Um, especially now, like, say, um, in Kilmiley, um, there's nothing... There's only what I think is a 210 houses in the parish. And um, the lads were saying the last day, 210 houses. The population, I think, is just underneath 550 people there. And um, one pub, one primary school, one church. And just um, so you could say that 
Kilmiley hurling ground above is the main. It's the main, for, um, you know, um, epicenter for um for the Kilmiley people, and that goes across to all the other seven clubs as well that are in them um, that are in that small pocket. And the best thing is they're only within about twenty miles of each other in a small radius up in North Kerry. Like as in, you have like you call it a borders one side of Kilmiley and our fourth border border the other side. So the rivalry, the rivalry is the top of Nick Snar just down the road, Bally High just up in North Kerry then as well there. So um no, it's just the passion that they that they show not just Kilmiley the other seven clubs as well I mean like was it two years ago we were playing a county semi-final against Lixna and uh, they beat us well that day and uh, they went down you think that they were going to win it and there was nothing between us and then Cause ended up beating them in the final then two years ago so it's, it didn't go anyway like the, the teams were so close and the rivalry is so close and the competition um, as I said before like if you went to any of them games you will um, get you'll get bang, bang for your buck so yeah it's great and I'd recommend anyone anyone to to, to go to them games and uh, they, they, as I said they get value for their money and uh, it's only getting stronger to the true pot Going back to the finally mentioned there, the twenty six um title uh, defeating Erford, but do you feel maybe as a team the last day you just didn't fire in all cylinders? We didn't know we we couldn't really seem to get the ball over the bar, especially in the first half. Things weren't really going our way, but I think um I think that's down to Tarot Fork. They deserve massive credit for that because they were um they were hurrying us off the ball and uh, there was a lot of pressure by them. So probably we weren't expecting it maybe going in a bit too laxed, um, maybe a few of us, but um, as again, the respect towards Ardfort is obviously there. Like it's, it's a, it's a massive rivalry. Like they're in the same parish, two clubs. Yeah. It, it wasn't really working out. Um, as in, but again, like Ardfort boys are just, they're, they're tough. It was a physical game. They're very fit. Um, we couldn't, things weren't falling our way. Um, like for the likes, like myself, including things by my work, on my way, a couple of other players and um, balls being dropped short, balls being pulled wide full of slipping um, I think just think that was just genuinely down to the pressure by the yard for defence and midfielders they were working so hard and uh, fair juice to them but um, it paid off in the end I mean we brought on Adrian Royal there like and uh, he's like our super sub he's been involved in the last couple of years and um, he caught one ball out by the terrace side there he got a fall and he ended up putting two balls over the bar we stuck to the game plan you know um, Morris Connell there at the end wasn't you know he still played well but like usually Morris Mas, Massey's getting one five one six a game and he ended up getting one one in the and the winning goal and he got the winning point in the semi-final too so as Myler, John Myler was saying just there like as in the last water break just to keep calm I think we were only one point down with all the momentum Brent Ardford went two up we just kept doing our own thing we, we did a very simple game plan and get the ball into the full forward line as fast as possible there's no secret now at this stage and Myler would swear by that and um, we took to our guns and uh, thanks be to God we were able to get over the line in the end and I suppose moving forward it just it shows that bit of resolve moving forward now yeah so that's that, that's kind of it like so as in going forward now isn't that that great um, you know other games down the years we could have lost as in I don't think we've beaten Lixner in championship game in something like eight or nine years we got that monkey off the back in the semi-final and you know the game looked there and buried people. People thought we were gone against against Sarah Fort, you know, but we still at it. And as you say, going forward now, we have a Munster Club championship to look forward to, hopefully, and I think it's in nine weeks' time. Um, and we weren't able to do that last year with um obviously the whole um with the coronavirus and all that. So we can only get stronger, we can only get better. We have a strong panelist here, we have a couple of injuries that weren't uh, involved in the county final, the likes of uh the likes of Kieran McCarthy there now, like he was able to tag out like in Shawnee Nolan, they'll be back in Shawnee Mernan. So to get them back now for that, we'll be going for that too. And we also have an R Carry Championship to play out. So um Myler won't be resting anyway. He wants to get every cup we can, like and uh, I don't know the boys will be the same as us trying to win everything as possible. Do you think it'll be hard now to manage them 
nine weeks ahead of the Monster Championship campaign. Yeah, yeah, I think, well, I think, no, um, it wasn't really discussed after the game, but I'd say, no, John will probably give us maybe two or three weeks off because um, we've worked very hard all year as in going back to things like small things like Zoom calls and core workouts back in January and February, like um, when we were in lockdown and um, we've been working hard, like, and he knows that. So he's going to go, I'd say a couple of weeks off, no, we'll do us no harm. And we'll have the North Kerry Championship then to keep us tipping over. And, and then nine weeks time, then we can crack into the, into the championship. I think, I think the, the appetite will be there, Paul, because fellas, um, we didn't get the opportunity to play last year, so I genuinely think fellas will be up for this game, um, quarterfinal, semi-final, wherever we're playing. Yes, it is a long time, and uh, it will be hard to keep the ball dry, especially after a county final. Well, like you know, but I think a break will do us good for a couple of weeks, and I have no, I have no, um, I don't doubt my mind that fellas will be mad for road and um, come them nine weeks, and they will keep training away. Yes, we'll enjoy their, they'll enjoy their few points and their bit of holidays over the next few weeks, one hundred percent. But um, I've no doubt that they'll um, they'll do well and they'll um, we'll, we'll look forward to that game in nine weeks' time. Particularly for the club, it must be extra special having the crowd back this year. Oh, it's massive, Jesus! Yeah, massive. I mean, last year, you know, it was only two hundred and fifty or three hundred people at the game, and uh, they still made a lot of noise. Uh, and that was only what about ten percent of the population there. The last I think there was an attendance of maybe three thousand there, and. Uh, it was massive, even there, like with 50 minutes to go, you could hear the Ardford uh, supporters cheering their team on, like, and you only feed off things like that. Um, it was great. Um, and then you could come out supporters behind the goal and up by the terrace. We came into the last water break, and we were, I think, six points on at one stage after 40 minutes, and we came back. We were only winning a point to them. And going into that last water break, they were um, they were roaring, they were shouting, the, um, the terrace had gone mad. And you do feed off it. I, I would, I think, the likes of Paddy Connor and midfield myself, we would feed off that energy, like, and uh, you can only play better because of that. Like, um, even having the likes of your family there that maybe weren't there last year, like, or people that haven't gotten to a game, and, and you see what it means in, like, say, obviously, I'm, I'm a Dingle man, I'm a pro Dingle man, but meeting all the Kilmiley, the Kilmiley old stock after the game who won championships in the 70s and the 60s, and they're there and they're rooting you on, and like, you've seen the delight in their face and how much it means to them. So, obviously, it's like, it's, it's a great, it's a great um, achievement on a personal level. But when you see, when you see the celebrations and, and the likes of grown men crying after the game, you can only, like, you can only smile and, and be proud of what you've done. So, obviously, yes, the, the fans have a big factor on the support, and it's great to have them back. Being from, Dingle and I suppose being one of the only Dingle men to have a hurling championship. Did do, do you ever think to yourself it's a bit of a surreal feeling? Oh, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's um like I think people at the start were kind of I don't know they kind of laughed at at the at the at the idea of me going up a couple of years ago, but um. And probably rightly so too, because I hadn't hurled in a couple of years. And like it's not like football where you can maybe go back into that from being in the summer in America or somewhere where you can slot back in. It takes a couple of weeks and you can just get back into it. You can have to get the hurling every day, to be honest. Um and maybe in 2019 that was justified when we lost the semi-final Lixna. And um, like to myself, I wasn't on par that day because my skills weren't good enough. So you have to go where you have to practice it every day. Um, I think that's what we were doing. No, I wouldn't be the best hurler in the in the in the world. Like, but you have the basic skills after you 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 do okay, you know. Um, so it is it is hard, and it's just the fact to to, to win it. Not like you know, once is enough, but to win it twice is just it's just unbelievable. Um, and uh, the support I've gotten from my my mates in Dingle and my club mates in Dingle and my friends and family has just been uh, unbelievable. Um. I can't like as in I can winning with Clamoilage, you know, like they're like my 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 second club. Now obviously Dingle are my my first and foremost club. And they always will be, but um the feeling I got after the game with Clamoilage, and I can't imagine what it'd be like to win a championship of uh, football with Dingle. And obviously you aspire to do something like that, and that's obviously the main goal for this year. 
But um, God, no, Paul, no, it was just unbelievable having everyone there, especially after the game. Like you get the two grandmothers now and the mother and father and their brother and just everyone thereafter and seeing your, your best friends up in the terrace in and uh, they're, sh- they're shouting you on. Like, and, you know, as in we we wouldn't have much of a clue what hurling back in West Kerry, but uh, see them at the game it was a few of the boys' first game. They couldn't get over it and they were they're loving it. So um, huge, huge, obviously on a personal level, but obviously for the for the Kilimoyle, um fair people and uh, teammates, Jesus, yeah, unbelievable. One of the best out, probably up there, one of the best ever achievements to the true Paul. And like you mentioned there, trying to adapt to the skills, was it just quite simply working on a wall ball for you or like yeah. Ah. It was, it was, it was really the fitness. The fitness would have been there, like in the um, obviously all that. Like that's not, that's not, uh, that wouldn't be the problem. Would be, um, it'd be the likes of John Meyer now put me on midfield against my my midfield partner, Paddy Connor. And um, I went up at the start of the year, like and Paddy be like he's fit, but also he's he's his ability, technical ability, and his skills are just they're incredible. Um, yeah, I'd be tipping away back and dingle with the lads the odd time. Um, every day as in like you might it's only might be 20 minutes every day if that's all it might be but it's something you know and even before training's there like the lads are like they might call you out and say like look come on we'll go for a puck there in the field because like they know but the skills might be a bit raw you couldn't even tell in training the lads be throwing the ball over your head and everything and I'd be diving in whereas you know like and I think um very raw at the start of the year especially and the year went on then you kind of you tend you kind of seem to think that look okay I can't maybe go for this ball or go for that but I think Shane Conway gave me he gave me a hurling her lesson of a lifetime in the semi-final where um he's putting the ball over my head and over the bar from all angles and I kind of said right maybe take a back back step and realize that I'm not I'm not the hurler I think I am and but if I, the basics I got the basics right the last so just simple hand pass and simple balls into the into the forward end there be no mad swallows and no chipping the ball up off the ground but just practicing every day um off the ball waller with the lads before training or even at home with the father there or the lads just about tipping away like you're never going to be maybe the same level as the boys up in up in Kilimani because they're training four times three times a week and maybe like so I can only get up once a week because um, I'm training with Dingle too so you it's up to yourself if you don't practice if I wasn't practicing all year I would have been found out in the games this year like so yeah just just literally I know like it's um you get a bit sick of those things saying like John practice makes perfect but it genuinely does and uh, I think that's what um that's what got me over the line and also over the line in the, the county final Does it ever feel like a big commitment, I suppose, that commute of going to Kilmoyley. Um, yes and no. Um, it's it's I, I enjoy it because obviously Dingle's a very busy, busy spot in the summertime and uh obviously we 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 love bringing people down and showing off our, our beautiful town and all that. But uh no, I think it's great because um I like is in like it's great to get out of Dingle, you know, once a week and you kinda have that to look forward to um further once a week. So um over the over the Connor Pass there, it's it's absolutely my highlight, you know, and it's great, like so um it's 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 hard to explain really because you have you have the counter pass there and you're going into hard fork and going to Kilmoyle and just having like you know I'm ringing the boys on the phone or like listening to a podcast it's that hour of fresh air and it's absolutely great so um no I, I thoroughly enjoy the drive to tell you the truth. How special of a manager um is John Myler? He's um yeah sorry just yeah it was my uncle now here isn't for driving the car here so it's gonna be two minutes but he's um he's great um he's great to tell you the truth like yeah he's um he's a great man um he's um very different he does his own thing like he's in he has a winning mentality he's been in clubs he's been in clubs in the past or whatever wherever he's gone like um it's two seconds there Paul can turn it off there a second can we turn this off sorry no. sorry no Paul yeah, grand. Um, sorry, as I said, we're having a family party here inside now, and we're up the walls or chop the blocks. But no, it's yeah, Myler is unbelievable. Um, his winning mentality is great. Uh, 
as in, I think that showed last year when we were, um, what was it, 10 points up against Causeway in the, the, the county final. And then we turned it around with five, with what, the last 10 minutes. And he just kept us to keep our cool and do all that. And we did all that. And it was unreal to do that. So this year was no different now. Myler, um, he has that winning mentality. As in people kind of mock us about the same, he's the same schedules that he does in training every night. And um, as I said, our game plan is no different. We do the same thing every day. Balls into the full forward end. It's a very simple game. It's not like a defensive game or a football game or bringing men behind the ball. It's just very simple. And I think John deserves massive credit for that. And um, the Kilmiley people adore him above. Um, he's been there with years now. Um, I think I saw something there like as in he's a Wexford man. He's just as much as a Cork man. He's just as much as a Kerry man. And uh, he's respected everywhere he goes like he's the full passport so no I can't speak high enough of the man like he's the reason that I have two championship medals now with Kilmoyle like and uh, I actually genuinely owe it to him um, so I can't speak high enough of, of John Myler Well Matthew thanks a million for your time No bother thanks a million Paul Delighted to be joined in part three of the show by Mount Leinster Rangers senior hurling captain Michael Doyle Michael I suppose you're on the crest of wave, the success you're having with uh, Mount Leinster Rangers. A few days after your great win there over St. Mullins at the weekend, has, has it began to sunk in? Yeah, look, it's, um, it, was, it was a fantastic uh, performance, I suppose, more than anything. Um, kind of all year, like we were only kind of putting in 10-minute kind of performances, like 15 minutes. And we were kind of just getting by in the kind of league round. So just to get a 60-minute performance on, Television, especially, like was a massive thing for us, and it was uh, it's kind of sinking in now after you watch back the highlights, just how good some of the players were on the day, like um, and just shows how how good Saint Mullins were as well that they kept battling like that they were a good bit down and they still kept battling in the second half. So yeah, it started sinking now in the last couple of days. Now it's a it's a pretty good feeling. You mentioned uh, there being on um TV, the game is obviously shown on TG Car and massive obviously for Carlo Hurling in general, but. What's it like during the week, I suppose, when you hear that, that the game is going to be televised? It, it, to be honest now, it made absolutely no difference at all. Um, I suppose from our kind of point of view, like we, were, we weren't focusing on like uh, people looking at us or whatever. Like, it, yeah, fair enough. It was great to have a crowd back there. Like the place was hopping, Dr. Cullen was hopping. But um, I suppose coming up to the week of the game, like you're just trying to get everything in, in a I suppose, perspective. And we wanted, like you said, 60 minutes. We hadn't put it together all year. And... I suppose we had played St Mullins two years ago in a county final and they bet us by a point in the last minute. So I suppose there was a lot of hurt over that and it was something that kind of came to the forefront kind of the week going into the game. Like television really didn't matter. We just wanted to kind of get a performance and kind of hopefully put get a, get a win and more so than anything. And we were delighted that we were able to win. You mentioned there, I suppose, the motivation of losing against them two years ago. You obviously looked at that game and used it as some motivation, but I'm sure like you kind of realised that both teams have moved on drastically since. Nah, not really. Like we, any time we play them, like they're like they're so close to us. Like without, like they're literally ten minutes down the road from us, and we all went to school together, and we know each other very well. We're related, some of us, and we've good friends down there, so. We know exactly what St. Mullins can bring. Like they're absolutely amazing when they come to a final. Like they just doesn't matter what the, the odds are or anything like that. They always show up. Like so, to get over them is a big challenge in itself. But I suppose seeing them going on their run like two years ago and getting to the Leinster final and, and having such a good run kind of put things in perspective for us. That like if we 
you know, came back from that and put in a, a bigger effort that, you know, that Leinster final is not within our, you know, it is within our grasp. So that's something that we really aim to do now that we've won. A man like Connor Phelan over you, what kind of a manager is he? Like we've seen, he's obviously been involved uh, with Kilkenny this year as well. Yeah, um, I suppose I've been lucky to work with Connor a good few times. Like he was with Carlo Hurders as well when we won the Joe McDonough. He was kind of training us and uh, I, with the Shinty team as well with Ireland. But like to have someone of the grade that's, you know, with Kilkenny like and obviously managing Grey Hurders like TJ Reid and all these guys, like it's it's absolutely fantastic. Like his drills are amazing. And uh, I suppose he brings a lot kind of a, he's kind of more of a modern manager that he doesn't really shout an awful lot. In terms of like gene people up or any of that, he's more calculated, and he um he's he's very tact you know tactical in terms of like he he knows what he wants from all the players and he wants players to play a certain way and I suppose that um he kind of not knowing that he gets us to play a certain way but he wants us to kind of you know uh, express ourselves and uh, he's not afraid to let us kind of make our own decisions as well which is kind of good um so it's fantastic to have someone like his caliber on board really for us we're very very lucky. It must be really beneficial as well for, I suppose, the younger players coming through the club when they see someone who's been involved with Kilkenny setup. Oh, yeah. Like, as I said before, like, the drills he does in training and, and like, the way he has the team set up, um, it really suits, like, people who are coming in, like, you know, especially young people because, young players, because they're allowed to express themselves, like you said, and uh, apart from anything, like, if you listen to his coach and he's only going to make you a better player and, I think that you'll see that definitely this year. Like um, one of our players, he played in his first county final, Fikra Fitzpatrick, and I thought he was very close to getting on the match in his first performance there. I thought he was absolutely excellent at the weekend. Looking back at the final, 17 points from play all in the first half is probably one of the most standout things for you. Yeah, I think people are saying it was some. It was a bit of a record in, in uh, Carlo Harlan, so... Yeah, it was. It, I didn't even notice myself in the game like that. I, I just you're so in in, uh, in focus that you really don't know what's kind of going on until you kind of look back afterwards. But I think the lads were saying after the game, twenty three of or we scored twenty four points and twenty three from play. Like so, like it's an amazing statistic. But I suppose from our from both sets of teams, like the referee, like in fairness to John Hickey, like he was he was letting it flip, letting it flow and. It was actually making it into a great game to play in because it wasn't stop start. Like the ball was barely able to play any time during the game. So it was actually really, really enjoyable to play in. From speaking to all different county championship winners this week, one noticeable thing is, I suppose, anyone that's won, it, it has been great, I presume, as a player to have the crowd back. Yeah, uh, it's, it was unreal. It was, uh, there was a roar there in the second half going into the water break. And like, um, I hadn't felt like you could feel the hair raising on the back of my neck. It was absolutely amazing to have everyone back. Um, like it, it does give you energy. It does give like players like that extra bit of lift, especially when legs are getting tired. And especially like myself, you know, when you're pushing on and you don't have as much energy as you used to have. But it, it was absolutely amazing. Even after the game, like just seeing people that you haven't seen in ages just coming over and jumping around like lunatics. Like it's 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 what makes it all about. Like you know. It, it must make you realise, I suppose, after this county championship win, the success you have had in the past decade, particularly in the Carlow Hurling Championship. Like, what do you put this success and I suppose this culture down to in Mount Leinster Rangers? 
it's all to be honest like it's all I was just there this evening just before I came on here I was I was over at an under sevens training session like and just it's all the mentors all you know the parents that are giving up their time like just the coaching that's going on there like there's some absolutely amazing coaches going on there's guys there who are like one of our senior um, Carlo mentors there Christy Keita like he was taking over underage teams in the past so you have the likes of that kind of caliber you know, helping these lads, you know, trying to get up to senior. And we're, we're very thankful that the current generation that we have, that every kind of year we're getting like two or three guys coming up from minor or under 21. And it really, really is a, it's a, it's a great thing for a team because other teams don't have that. And it's something that definitely has contributed definitely to the success we've had in the last 15 years. Because when I was younger, growing up like those lads, we never won a title. So that kind of emphasis on the youth, it's, it's so important. Is that where you maybe winning isn't being emphasised where more Mount Leinster Rangers are looking at bringing players into the senior team? Yeah, it's just, well, it's the enjoyment of the game. I went up there now and they were all running around like lunatics and just having fun, like, and I suppose just going up there, like, there's not, it's not like that they're making them do drills to, to you know, to, they're instilling this winning kind of mentality in them at all. It's not that at all. It's just, it's just the fact that they're going up to the pitch and they're just enjoying themselves and sticking together. And I suppose that was even the same when we were younger. Like I've, I've like loads of good friends on the team and thankfully we've been together since kind of under eights. And it's, it's nice to get up to that stage and, and kind of winning with them. And I suppose the young lads in the club now kind of see that as well, that if they stick together, that, you know, that they can, you know, can, they can do great things and, that's that's kind of what they kind of emphasise more so than winning that kind of underage, just to enjoy it and the kind of the kind of social aspect of the game as well, which is I think the most important thing. Players throughout this uh, team, like yourself, playing with Carlo, Jermaine Byrne, Paul Cody, um, Kevin McDonald, Chris Nolan, does it make it all the extra special when you're playing with them lads in Carlo and now you're back playing with them in the club as well? Yeah, like it is like the, the, the lads, like we're kind of lucky in one way that, you know, we, we a lot of our players on our team are kind of have had experience at some level with Intercounty, like with Carlo, and it does benefit everything. And it, same goes for same ones themselves, like and all the other teams that they do have a lot of lads involved. And I suppose from my point of view, it's just great that definitely, you know, after a disappointing year with Carlo, that, uh, you can come back and you can get all those lads who are shared disappointment with you and you can turn it around and you can um you can win something and you can obviously you know put everything into kind of winning something after after such disappointing year like this year with Carlos. So definitely like having those lads uh, beside you makes it that more special when um when you when you can win something at the end of the year. Were you able to peg it straight away when you go back to Hergeners? It's still kind of always in the back of your mind. <laughs> I think the disappointments, unfortunately, like Ray Keane would always say, last longer than any of the victories, unfortunately. But um, I felt like uh, you kind of have to park it, obviously. And um, the one thing about going back to the club anyway is just having the, the crack and the banter with all the lads. Like, you know, um, and, uh, there's some characters in our team, like, and uh, it's nice to go from a very serious kind of environment, like with Intercounty, to kind of like a more kind of laid back kind of thing and, you know, enjoying yourself a bit more like because you're growing up with these lads more so, so you're seeing them kind of most days of the week. So I think that they appreciate you coming back as well because with our club, like you could have anything from 12 players gone at one time and for anyone who's left behind and I know from myself from being there, it, it can be very, 
kind of hard to kind of motivate yourself when certain players aren't there, like, and you're feeling like that um, the drills aren't really as, uh, kind of, you know, aren't really as intense or as kind of good as they could be, like, if, if they were there. So um, it does give a buzz back then when there is, when we do come back, you know, the lads do really enjoy it, like. When you were, I suppose, preparing for the Carlo Championship and there's obviously not as many teams in Carlo as other counties, would you be going to challenge play challenges in a lot of different counties because you don't want really want to give it away to any Carlow teams what you're trying to do or like how did you prepare yourself? It's 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 so funny in Carlow because it's so small county like all the lads work together like so basically it's like a big secret COVID operation like to not like let other teams know who you're playing even though everyone knows everything about who's playing so. Uh, all, 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 anyone that goes past our pitch should always know when we're playing a challenge match. So nearly every challenge match we play is away. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of cover-up CIA kind of job. But uh, <laughs> we had, uh, we played, no, in fairness, like we played some good challenge matches this year. Like we played, um, we play a lot of Kilkenny teams and we do play um, a good few Wexford and Waterford teams as well. Um, it'd be mainly Kilkenny that we played because obviously we're so close and, uh, you know, they're willing to place as well, which is great because they led us into their competition as well. So um, we played Bennis Bridge earlier in the year and were, that was a great game to get. And obviously they're flying in the Kilkenny Championship, beating Ballyhale and stuff. So um, that's the kind of calibre of teams that you want to be playing. And we're lucky enough that uh, a lot of teams locally now would, uh, would play us, you know, since, since our kind of success in 2013, that we get a lot more challenge games than we probably would have before that. And you talked about the success there in 2013, um, St. Mullins's success. That really must be, I suppose, in your heads, as you've mentioned already, because it, it looks like a real aim of Mount Leinster to try and push on in Leinster this year. Yeah, it's it's a massive, like, our first and foremost aim was to win the county championship, to get to one, first of all, the county championship final and, and to win it. And everything after that is bonus territory. But I know the kind of calibre player we have and the kind of, the elder lads that were there in 2013, like we want to win it again. Like we don't want it to be kind of a, a flash in the pan and kind of people thinking that it was kind of, it was luck. We kind of really want to kind of establish ourselves as kind of one of the, the kind of main teams in, in Leinster. And uh, I know a couple of the younger lads who would have grown up seeing that on television in 2013 have their own ambition to kind of go and win it themselves. So I think that's, it's something that we're definitely going to really push on now. We have about six or seven weeks now really to, to knuckle down and I think the lads now really will um will relish the opportunity of playing any team in Leinster really they won't be afraid of any of them and a few of you playing football now is it just drop the hurdles for a few weeks and play football and then go back to the hurdles or how, how will you manage it I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what way they're going to work it but uh, no we, we're out in football championship now this weekend coming so uh, we're a dual club we're both senior in both grades so um there's a there's a, an em- a huge emphasis put on football as well in the club, so uh, it's not too bad now to get a bit of ball and to kind of get away from the hurls for a small bit. But um, I think that everyone now is just really really excited now for uh, the Leinster club, club championship, especially the fact that it wasn't on last year as well. And I think a lot of lads now really really just want to kind of get their teeth stuck into it, and uh, it'll be an interesting couple of weeks. It'll be a few hard hits I'd say in training now for lads pushing to get into the fifteen, which is kind of what you want, you know. And you must be, I suppose, buzzing really because like we did miss the provincial club championships last year. They, mm. There's always just that bit of drama with them, I suppose. They get GA players and fans kind of through that winter. 
yeah, like it's, I know from even looking on television the last couple of years, like they're absolutely amazed at some of the stories and some of the, the games you'd see, like, so it's kind of where it's the, it's the pinnacle as a club hurler, you know, that you can win. And I suppose looking at Ballyhale over the last couple of years, like dominating Leinster the way they have been, like that's something that we'd like to kind of, you know, we'd like to return to that kind of, that kind of level. But I suppose no matter what team you get in Leinster, it's, it's always so hard, you know, pitches are a lot slower, uh, it, it really comes down to who wants the most and kind of who is kind of that bit more ignorant, you know. Um, and that's kind of something that definitely we'll have to kind of up our game because uh, a lot of our lads now would like the fine hurling, you know, when the ball bounces. So um, they'll have to learn now that they have to be like me now and in, in the mud now and try to get stuck in a bit more like the back. So I'd say now it'll be all right now for another couple of weeks. Now they'll get used to it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It should be a fascinating few weeks. But Michael Doyle, thanks a million for your time. Delighted to be joined by Rapparee's uh, senior hurler, uh, Leonard Conley, uh, to look back on a fantastic win for Rapparee's uh, last weekend in the Wexford senior hurling final. But how's the head, Leonard? Tiny bit sore, Paul. <laughs> Tiny bit sore. But overall, the 43-year wait, is it starting to sink in now a bit? To be honest, no. I haven't even thought about it. Um, it's uh, it's mad to think that we're in this position, like when even when we were celebrating or whatever, I kind of went off into a little room by myself, sat down and I said, am I actually up here doing this? Do you know, it's not that we didn't think we were able to do it, but you know, the competition down here is so strong and uh, the championship was so open this year, it could have went to anybody, really. And when it's like that, I find it harder to win the championship when it's so open. You know, if you have one or two or even three that are always there, thereabouts, this year, like, sure, you look at the Martins and, and Owlert, like, they, they went one way, you know, whereas they probably would have been the two teams that... And do you think... This year in particular, particular, did you change anything or did you do anything different? Like, we lost uh, a lad called Dara Pepper. He was playing in the full forward line. He broke his tibia in training. So, like, he, he's, to our team, he's worked about six or seven points every every game. And But sure, that happened to him and the team kind of got switched around a tiny bit. I was hurling in the middle of the field. I wasn't hurling in the middle of the field anymore. I went into the full forward line. We were playing a, a um, we were playing two man full forward line. Um, so from other years, that was kind of the change that we made. We had no choice really. You know, we wanted to play the sweeper because Kevin Foley, he's playing for Wexford, so he's playing the sweeper all for Wexford. So we. To get that going with us, but Kevin ended up staying in the middle of the field, and we had we had a sweeper kind of planted down while Kevin was playing county. He was uh, playing the sweeper all there with the club, um, Tucker Foley. So you know we couldn't really take him out of there because he was hurling so well. So just everything really fell into place for us all, really. And referenced a lot, I suppose, after the game, does, I suppose, rapparees going fair in the football, does 
did that help the confidence this year particularly? Yeah, because we've been there. You know, I know it's a for a first. It's a first for all of us for Ireland, but like even in the town of Inniscarty, there's rugby, there's soccer, football. They've all won major cups in the town, like Premier Soccer's for the Mine Rangers, for the Shamrock Rovers, Inniscarty Rugby Club have won town cups. Like the town is full of sport and people. Do you know they're they're not not in his face when they get to a final. People say when the town, our town, when, when we get a sniff of a cup, Jez, we take it, like, in my opinion, anyway. Did that help him particularly? Yes. I helped him particularly, yes, but you didn't have the... Just the big deal there of, I'd say, 43 years, I suppose, from previously for some of you players playing in finals, was it not? I suppose, was it not? Big, big occasion. Like, for me, it's a massive occasion because the 12 or 13 lads that are on that team, I've played under 10s, 12s with them. Um, and that doesn't come around a lot that that amount of players gets pushed up and are still there. I'm still with the same bunch that I won under 12, under 14, under 16, minor, 21. The only one we were waiting on was a hurling. But it's great after 43 years that it was our bunch that stuck together and it happened for us. The final itself against St. Anne's, you couldn't really produce a better performance. Like, would you ever have dreamed of winning a county final by that scoreline? Do you know, six goals? They were saying that the Anns had scored 117 with that score alone in Wexford, they would have won the last seven of 11 county titles with their, you know, 117. Do you know, and then I, th I think I was reading that, I think that the last time a score like that was produced in a county final in Wexford, I think was in 72 or in the 70s anyway. Um, but uh, no one had ever dreamed of winning a county final in that kind of style. Was it just one of those days where everything clicked? That's what we were kind of saying um, throughout the year. If we clicked, you know, if, if everyone just showed up at the right time, no one, in my opinion, would ever stop us. That's just the way we were thinking. But you'd never think that you'd click in the county final. Like, you could have gave seven or eight lads man of the match in that, in that game. Like, it was just, it was madness. I looked up at the scoreboard as, I think it was, I think we were up by 13 points. And I just looked, I, I didn't even know what I was thinking. I just couldn't believe what I was looking at. You know, everyone was just, you look at the 58 minute of that game I was looking at there yesterday. Like, the boys were hassling and they just wouldn't stop. And we've never produced we knew it was in us, but we just never produced that kind of performance. And we just kept going and kept going. Just never, you'd never write it like. Was it nice at the end when you're that much ahead that you're kind of able to enjoy the last few minutes? Oh, sure. There was, I think there was 10 or 15 left. 
now a scoreline like that you're you're kind of relaxed but um yeah like you look at if you've looked at the replay you look at the sixth goal where Ricky Fox just floated it up over around to Jack Kelly like in a, in a tight game would he have done that you know it was kind of him being comfortable with the score and kind of saying to himself Jesus wrapped up here I'll be a bit loose you know you know I mess around a bit but like that was probably one of the best goals in the championship you know it was but he could only he could only do that because he had so much comfort come near the end of the last 10 minutes so yeah it's great as a club player as well I presume you're really enjoying this split season like to me playing for a club is like playing for the whole town that's just the way I, I feel every time I play for my club anyway like there's just so much backing in in Escarty and I just feel there's no pressure on me but I just feel I don't want to let anybody down I'm not just I want to play for the whole town like they're just it's just that feeling you get I get that feeling I feel like when the crowd are going wild I'm going wild you know the more they back us I want to back them I just feel that's a big thing in, in the Scarty town at the minute anyway you obviously have um, you obviously have uh, two county players in Liam Ryan and Liam Ryan and Kevin Foley two Wexford county players they're obviously a massive contribution to this team like Kevin Foley I can't describe what he brings to the team like he's like everyone's father you know just what he does for the team is next to none like he He's down to the nitty gritty, the very last. That fella will hound you. He won't let you do anything if it's affecting the team. You know, he's just a leader on and off the field. You could go to that man for anything. The same with Liam. Liam is kind of the more quiet lad. But the same again, if you ever need anything on and off the field, them boys are there for you. And I just think... They're the glue to our team as a whole. I just think they bring so much to our team that we feed off. We feed off of them so much. That no idea how, how, I don't know if they know how important they are to us. As well, um, Mossy Man coming on 41 years of age. You don't really have to look bare for inspiration when you see that. That man, like if, this the first thing he said when he came on was I think we were 14 points up push up push up he was just he's that mentality of just wanting more and more and more and more like with 15 points up you're kind of thinking come on now and I'll be relaxed you know I'm after getting 10 minutes I'm happy that lad just wants more 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 but he and as again he's another one like that lad won't give up. He'll be there next year, the year before. I was talking to him two days ago. There's actually a quote online. I think was one of the pundits asked him, when are you finished? He said, the only time I'll finish is if my two legs are broken. That's what he said to him. That lad won't be finished. He, he's never done. He wants more. 
you you're probably not thinking about it yet, but I suppose it, it must excite you now looking forward whenever this Leinster Senior Hurling Club Championship does get going. Oh, big time. Um, I feel like if we pull together and get back at it again, we have a serious chance in, in Leinster. Like, there's a few teams in Leinster that you probably worry about. Sure, look, that's, that's what everything but with the team we have now, like I feel, I feel like we could do anything with that team. On the right day, obviously, you know things don't go your way or whatever. But I think on the day, if that team shows up, it'd be anybody. Is there, I suppose, a hope for you, uh, Leonard, if you do keep hurling well and produce performances like your county final, that you mightn't be too far away from the Wexford panel this year? Um, I don't know. I just think um, good club parlor, like it just takes so much to to be at that county level. Now I do think there is a few on my team at the minute that could that should get a get the nod, but um that's if Egan Egan is looking at him the way I'm looking at him and the way everyone else is looking at him. But um for myself I just think I'm a good club parlor. I don't think not that I don't have confidence in myself, but you just need that little bit more edge with, with the county. And who knows? You don't know. Anything could happen. The herders are definitely there, though, in Wexford. You obviously, you'd have to say, from playing in the club championship now for a few years and like the performances of yourselves and the clips of Mertens and all the different clubs. Oh, there's so much talent in Wexford at the minute that ain't near Wexford teams like um, from my experience playing again likes the Shells the Martins Owlert Glynn like there's young I tell you Feddert as well no one is really speaking about like there's four I think there's three or four young lads down there um, like the, all these lads should get a nod at some stage but there's serious talent in Wexford serious talent in Wexford Really, it'll be interesting to see um, how Wexford do go this year. But Leonard, thanks a million for your time and best of luck for the rest of the season. Paul, I pre appreciate it. Thanks very much.